Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. You know, I, I would have, 
you know, with the with the career that this guy is starting to amass, especially if he stays in New Orleans, man, uh, a guy like Cam Jordan has been a solid rock for this team uh, on the defensive line, but also a pillar of the community too. Uh, you know, a guy that came out of Cal and people didn't quite know, you know, like how he was going to uh, fit or how that was going to work for him in New Orleans. And now he's been with him for more than a decade. Uh, and if, you know, if he continues to, produce on on the field and, and do impactful things off the field. He's a guy that I would really uh, put a lot of thought into. I, I like Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan is a guy who um, should the Saints retire his, his jersey. I, I think that would be kind of cool. But without further ado, I do got my co-host in the building. He decided to come in and stop being tardy to the party. Villa, what's going on, my man? How we doing? My bad, dude. Billing is in the house. I literally was, like, organizing my, my draft kit, and I'm like, oh, snap. It's, like, calling time. I got to get on the show and save serious from himself because I know he's got nothing oh, wow. but bad takes for the people. So, no, nah, I'm kidding. Wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I wanted to check on you because, you, know, you know, I just want to make sure everything's good, you know, everything's all right. How you doing? Because you know, you know, Mike, you know, Mike had a tough – he had a tough Sunday, you know, so – Hey, you know what though? With, with respect, though, uh, villain, you gotta. Uh, I'm gonna openly say it in this space. I did, regardless of how the uh, game turned out. I reached out right after the game, offered congratulations, and, and and gave the class that we expect from sports fans and for anybody. Just for the record, let me go ahead and get this out here because it is football related. Uh, for anybody that happens, if, if anybody listens to us is an LSU fan like myself, man, make sure you keep things classy. This is one game for this guy. Uh, just trying to figure things out and pick up the pieces from a program that that Ogeron let go down. So, man, the sky's not falling. Uh, it was a tough day. But, you know, part of being a fan, as Giants fans can attest to over the last few years, is you're a fan of your team winners. No, listen, he reached out serious right after the game, so respect to, to Harvey. But, you, you know, I think you're right. I, th- I don't think it's time to, like, jump off the wagon or whatever, but uh, two things I didn't like. Special teams was a killer, and you got to – special teams you got to have ready to start the season. That's where you're going to get a lot of advantages the first game of the season, so I wasn't happy about that. And, you know, Kelly not going for two at the end of the game. You just ripped our hearts out going 99 yards down the field, and you don't go for two to kill, to, to end it. I mean, you would have got to two, I think. That defense was yeah, exhausted. I, they were confused. I think so, too. You just going made on by 99 yards in a minute. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, they were confused by the end of the game. They were exhausted. Um, I don't think they – I mean, that the, the, the play they had to get the touchdown, the easy slant pass, you can't let that go. I mean – there's no way that they had – they probably have better plays at the two-yard line to get a two-point conversion. So I would have gone for two to take our hearts out. But um, it was a good it, – listen, it was a great week of college football, right, Sirius? So, it was um, a great week. Know, it, just, was, it was an awesome week, man. I'm, I'm just glad my team didn't – I'm just glad my team didn't fold, man. They went down two possessions. They mm. brought it back to one. They went down two again. And then they got the stop, and then the guy drops the punt again. Uh, you know, Florida State's down inside the 10. All they got to do is punch it in. The game's over. Uh, they forced the fumble. Mm-hmm. And then still look like long odds, a minute to go, a minute and some change, and you're on the one-yard line. But, you know, to still put together a drive and fight. And, like, I, I can at least, if nothing else, walk away going, at least they showed some heart. Yeah. I feel, I feel, it's kind of funny, man, watching Cobb all this past week. Um, look, we got to the bright side. At least you're not an Oregon Duck fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a rough day. <laughs> oh, those wacky ducks. <laughs> the wacky ducks. Man, Greenwood is in the building, man. Mr. Controversy, what's going on? Oh, my God. How are we doing to people? Hey, man. Everything's, everything's going well. Um, just ready for Thursday to happen. Only We're two talking days about away. Thursday. We're talking about Thursday and uh, preview uh, a couple of these Sunday games. Yes, surely. Um, but Dylan, I, I, I asked Mr. Harvey before uh, before you got in mm-hmm. uh, in honor of Franco Harris having his uh, jersey retired. 
um, on the anniversary 50 years of the Immaculate Reception, you being a Giants fan, if there was a player who should have been number retired that hasn't yet, who would you want that player to be? Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of great Giants have had their, their number retired, so I'd have to go really deep into the cover. Um, and probably, I would probably name uh, Carl Banks. Elon Manning? I think. No, Carl, uh, he's got his, name, his, his jersey retired. Um, Carl Banks yes, and Harry Carson, two, two great linebackers from that 80s defense. Um, that, you know, I, they don't get enough credit. I don't know if Carson ever really got – I don't think he got into the Hall of Fame. He was close. Um, but in Carl Banks, you know, if it wasn't for Lawrence Taylor, he'd be the best linebacker on that 80s team. He was amazing. He can cover backs out of the backfield. He was a sure tackler. He, he was as much as a, of a leader on that defense as, as Lawrence Taylor. So those are two guys that I remember growing up with that I would probably put on the list. And, and probably offensive line, just selfishly, Jimbo Elliott, because he was just awesome. He was just, a, he was just a beast on the line. So uh, those are a couple guys that I grew up with that probably won't get their numbers retired, but probably should. I feel you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Greenwood, I, I, I'll pass it on to you, man. I'm, I'm not even sure if you can even answer this question, being as though you're an undesigned fan. Um <laughs> And the, the 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 bulk of your fanhood, you you were a Lions fan. So, if you could have a Detroit Lions jersey retired, um, that doesn't have one already, who who would that person be? And Teddy B. Gee, that's hard because the Lions. <laughs> um, Matt Stafford when that when he finally retires, but <laughs> uh, geez, I I because I mean everybody that I can really think of. Um, is pretty much got their um the um yeah I don't even have one dude like because Herman Moore's already Herman Moore? um already retired Herman Moore's retired uh his jersey's retired already um Barry Sanders yeah. is retired already so it, it's there's not really retired? what's that is Calvin Johnson's eighty one retired. Oh, uh, it better That's be. That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, if it's Nitro not, I mean. retired 22, so I know that. That's probably one of the greats. Yeah. It's nice. um, so it, there, there's not a lot of depth in the Detroit Lions Hall of Fame of people. Yeah, uh, maybe Lois Brown? Retired, as, as far as I know, it, it, um uh, Megatron is not retired, so that's probably. I don't know if he's he's didn't he leave the organization with a bad taste in his mouth, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. yeah. I, I mean, did, but that's probably I mean, why they haven't done it yet. Is because they're afraid he won't show up. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, I guess. Corner out of three one five, friend of the show, man. Chandler, what's going on, my man? How we doing this evening? All right, just listening to you guys. How's everybody doing? I would have said no much Brown Detroit Lions, by the way. Yeah, that's that's not a bad pick. Um, although I've I've always uh, kind of said that Lomas was a product of Barry Sanders a little bit. Like they needed to put one of Barry's offensive linemen. They they needed to put one of Barry's offensive linemen in in, in the All Star game just because of how special he was. So. They decided to throw Lomas Brown in there. Stop. But. He was a great tackle. See, that's why your that's why your Lions card got revoked. Stop. <laughs> I didn't. So now I didn't just like give it up. It it was revoked. I, I like that. That's fine. I mean, it has to. It has to. I mean, you you know, you're controversy. You, you nothing. You don't expect anything left at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I'm not going to waste anybody else's time. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about was, you know, as you look ahead to, to, to week one, um, one of the biggest matchups, I don't say biggest matchups as far as teams, but one of the you know, matches I got my eye on is that Monday nighter uh, when you start talking about the, the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Denver Broncos. And I'm not going to talk about picking a game in this, that, and the third, but Obviously, the reception that is going to be given to one Russell Wilson is going to be 
different or whatever case may be. And if you kind of read what Tyler Lockett said in, in his interview, he said that the fans of Seattle should essentially applaud him and, and kind of give him their flowers. So, you know, kind of looking ahead to what's going to take place on Monday night, um, how do you think that is going to be uh, when Russell Wilson comes back to um, essentially the city he helped build? And, um, Cam, I'll start with you first since you're the last one in. Um, how do you think that's going to play out? I think they'll applaud him. Um, there's certain cities that have unique fan groups, Portland, Seattle, um, when, when you're talking about football, uh, Cleveland. Those are very unique fan bases. When you played with them and you were good, they will love you forever. Um, Russell Wilson was beloved in that city for everything that he did, how he played, how he handled himself. Um, he was never an issue. And it's not like he torched the organization on his way out. You understand what I'm saying? He, everything he did was behind closed doors. He was in the media saying, screw y'all, I'm out of here. So I think they will welcome him. They will cheer him um, and give him the, 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 lost the word, but the greeting he deserves. And hopefully the, the organization does the same thing. Because not for nothing, uh, he did get them a championship. So that has to count for something. And 10 years of being um, pertinent and relevant, rather, when, let's be honest, how many years did PD forget Seattle had a football team? Okay, you got to go back to to who? Um, Zorn, before Russell Wilson yeah. to really think about a great um, Seahawks quarterback. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to get all the flowers that they can give him in his own. I actually agree with you there. I think at the end of the day, you know, when you start to look at what everything that Russell Wilson did for that community, he was never a problem. You never had to worry about him, you know, off the field, getting into trouble. He came to work every day. He, I believe he gave everything that he had to the organization. Um, so the fact that he, he's coming back, I think they will, um, you know, cheer him and not necessarily boo him. Um, and, you know, be a malcontent. Green, when I come to you next, um, you know, Russ Wilson returns to Seattle. Um, how do you think that's going to fare for him, um, you know, emotionally as well as, you know, from the fans' perspective? I mean, he knows that building better than anybody. Um, it's going to be the first time he suits up in a visitor's locker room. How do you think he takes that? So, um, the, I think – like the standard has always been Tom Brady in, in many ways. Um, like um, when he first returned to New England in a different uniform, it was they cheered him as he was coming out of the tunnel, which I think will happen. Uh, it's not, he's not going to receive the same love that, you know, Matt Stafford got in Detroit um, where they were actively hoping they win the Super Bowl over the Lions at some point, it seems like. Um, but, uh, I think that they'll, they'll cheer him coming out of the tunnel, and then at, after that point, all bets are off. And um, after they're officially eliminated from the playoffs, they'll kind of wish him well kind of thing, which will be pretty so, soon. Uh, we'll, which will be so after week, very, week, week, week three and four? I would say about five or six to be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. You're funny. You're funny. Villain, I'll come to you next, man. Like, Russell Wilson, you know, there's a couple other, you know, storylines and a couple other, you know, beasts kind of that, that, that can kind of fester in week one. But this, this Russell Wilson return to, to Seattle is something that kind of, you know, I, I want I want to speak about a little bit. Uh, what's your take on it? I mean – I know some Seattle fans. I know one that used to live out there in Seattle. Um, they love that guy. They love that man for everything that he's done, like uh, Chandler and controversy have highlighted, everything he's done for that city, for that um, community. Um, you gotta, you got to understand that, you know, they have, they have hockey now, but really it's football and baseball. They love their Mariners. 
Um, Ken Griffey's a god out there, and Russell Wilson is probably their, their, I would say, arguably their their greatest Seattle Seahawk. So they're going to embrace him, welcome him in warm arms. I mean, I think they're knowledgeable and they're smart enough to know that it wasn't his fault that the team, you know, kind of they, they had their run. They couldn't really build around him after a while. It, you know, they had to, re, you know, they're in a rebuild mode. And, you know, you want to see him go to a team where he can win, and he deserves that. So um, taking, him, taking him to two Super Bowls, winning one, probably should have won the second. Um, against the Patriots, um, they're gonna they're gonna welcome with warm arms. You're gonna see a really heartfelt, um, you know, standing out. Yeah, I feel you, man. Uh, Mr. Harvey, go ahead and wrap this up, man. You know, Russell Wilson returned to 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 the place he helped build um, and put back on the map. Um, how do you think that's gonna that's gonna go for him um, personally, but as well as 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 a team? that he left Seattle collectively. I mean, he still has some friends and some buddies on that squad, Tyler Lockett and being one of them, DK. Um, so how do you kind of feel that's going to that's gonna play out come Monday night? Well, I'm glad you mentioned for him because it's going to be the most odd for him than anybody. Uh, getting to the mm. stadium, realizing you're going to park in a different place. Um, <laughs> walk in the door and be like, oh, wait, i got to go to this locker room. Um, so – uh, you know, that, it, it's kind of a strange thing that his first regular season game is back in Seattle. And so, you know, he's going to have to learn to make some left turns instead of right turns or vice versa, you know, walking through the stadium, getting to where he's supposed to go. Uh, once you get past that initial stuff, though, um, I do expect to see him get a very warm welcome uh, standing ovation coming out of the tunnel when he first steps out there. And then – and then I think that you'll see fans be fans and cheer for their team and or, or boo at times if they feel like uh, they got a bad call. And I feel like they'll be spirited as long as the game's competitive, so probably midway through the second quarter. Um, they'll all kind of simmer down and realize, okay, just like we thought, we're not going to win this game. And, uh, you know, I, I think that they will be – I think that this will be easier for the Seattle fans – in some ways, would it be in the early season, whereas if they got them in week 12 and they're already like two and nine or something, um, it might be a little bitter about the football team. But right now, hope springs eternal, even for everybody, even if we know they're not going to be that good. Um, so I think the reception will be warm. I think that it's just going to be more awkward for him than anybody else. But then once he gets behind the white lines and, and, and uh, pads start flying and whatever, you know, I think he'll settle in and play a good game. And I think you'll see, you know, that he, you know, I, I expect him to play really well. And I think that you'll see his familiarity with the field of play that he's on. All right. I feel you. I mean, my, my thing is this, like, at the end of the day, like, I, I, I get the emotion side of things, but, like, and this is football, <laughs> you know, and um, I honestly think that, when those when that, when that whistle gets you know blown and that ball gets kicked off, um, I think he's gonna go to work. You know, I you know we all play state football and DFS or whatever. I can't say being DFS is not gonna be on the Sunday slate because it's a it's a Monday game. But I will make Russell Wilson the captain <laughs> and go <laughs> to work. Like I just at the end of the day, I, I expect him to throw out. Some stupid ass numbers, you know, because I can, I, he's a competitor, you know, and I, I think that, you know, the Seattle defense is one of the worst in football, in my opinion. Um, and you really, I, I, I think Nathaniel Hackett's going to want to make a statement as, as the new head coach. Um, I think the eligibles and, and Sutton and, and, and Judy and and, and Gordon and, and Williams and, you know, all, all these guys who we spoke highly about and, and, and drafted in different fantasy leagues and, and all that are going to really want to make a, a name for themselves and kind of kick this thing off on the right foot. Um, and so I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it goes from there. Call the number is 929-477-2759. What's the clear with the chest for the next half hour and change? I wanted to switch gears, gentlemen, and, and, and talk about over under. 
Um, I did want to do division previews, but I, I have a feeling I want to talk about that on tomorrow's show. So I'm going to save that dish for the villain and TP on, 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 on the caller's cookout. Um, but I did want to talk over-unders, and I got, I got good old FanDuel here. Um, and I wanted to kind of give you guys where FanDuel was, was, was falling and, you know, let you figure out if they're going to go over and under. And I want to start with the Buffalo Bills. Um, they have, according to FanDuel, the, the over-under that 11-and-a-half uh, with the ceiling at, you know, 12 wins. Uh, do you think the Bills kind of go over that, under that, and kind of give me a wide villain? I guess I'll start with you. Um, I'm actually putting some bets together, so I have my my. I can't parlay the bets on Fanduel. I don't know why. Um, you can't put those bets together. I was trying to do it, but um, I'm going to say over. I think that was. Um, I think they'll get right to 12 wins. Um, mm-hmm. especially given that you get that extra game. I think a 12 and five or 13 and four record is pretty feasible. I think the line is pretty good. 11 and a half is a, is a tough line to, to, to take over or under for the, for the bills, but I'm going to take the over. I think that, I think they'll get the wins this year. I think they're on a mission. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Greenwood, I, I'll come to you next, man. They got the L chargers um, at 10 wins um, with the ceiling at about, with the ceiling at about 11. Um, where do you see the Chargers fall? Do you think they go over the 10, under the 10, or just right there at 10? Um, so the Chargers are in probably the hardest division in football, but the number is 10. Um mm-hmm. I I I think they I think they beat and um just looking at at their schedule real quick they've got their division games which if we call it 50-50 that's pretty close to what's going to be the truth and might probably be a little over 50-50 on that but then they play the a- AFC South as their um in conference um in conference run which they should sweep to be honest, and they should win at least three out of four um, out of division games. So I, I think that I think I would still pick the over. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I would still pick the over. I would still put them at twelve wins. Which I mean, this is what's going to be really hard about the AFC is I think that as you go through each and every single team. Not every single team. That's a little misnomer, but like the the strong teams in this division, which are in this conference, which is probably about a little more than a quarter of them, which is probably mm-hmm. four to five. You can go through each and every one of those and say, "Hey, I think this team could probably get twelve wins," and they can, but they probably won't. You know, um, but I think the Chargers are are the class of this division. To be completely honest with you. Okay. All right. Not a, not 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 bad. Mr. Hargrave coming to you next. Uh, defending AFC champions, Cincinnati Bengals. FanDuel has them at nine and a half wins, uh, with a ceiling of eleven. Um, over under. You think they're gonna come back down to earth, uh, or let me give me a feeling on the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll take over nine and a half. Um, I just. Now I don't know that they're going to finish better than ten and seven, but I don't know if anybody in that division is. Um, that's a tough division. They play the uh, AFC East if they split with that division. I think I could see Cincinnati possibly going. I could see a scenario where they go four and two or three and three in that division. Um, they also play the NFC South. So. Um, if you were to go three and three in your division, you win two team two games against the uh, two games against the AFC East, and you win a you win a couple games against the South. I think that uh, nine and a half is you know I think they can go over that. It, it is a tough schedule because once again, you know they're they're also getting Buffalo, they're getting Kansas City, 
so they get the first place schedule this year, which is a different animal because even your one, uh, like the 17th game, is coming against a first place team. So, I mean, it, it's a tougher schedule for sure. I mean, uh, but I think nine and a half, provided that they can stay healthy, is I, I would still take the over. I'm not so sure that I would take the over on uh, on San Diego, but I think that San Diego and Cincinnati. Multiple teams. I think sitting right here on this ten-set market. Okay. All right. One more team. We'll go over, and I I, I did this one to Chandler. Uh, sir, the Las Vegas Raiders over under a set of eight and a half, uh, with the ceiling of about nine. Um, are you buying Josh McDaniel? Or do you think he's going to struggle uh, out the gate this year? You know, I'm never buying Josh McDaniels. First of all. Um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> never <buy it. laughs> I'm selling all day. Uh, I'm like trading places, sell, sell, sell. Um, so now this whole other thing, you know, man, tell the sell. <laughs> um, so it's you said eight, right? Uh, no, sir. Hello? I said yeah, 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 yeah. Eight and a half, eight and a half. Oh, how the hell are you gonna have the game anyway? Um, I have no idea. Actually, I have to say over because I think they win nine games. games. You put the line at a half that way people can't push. Okay, I don't know what pushing is, but okay, so I'm gonna say uh, nine. Push means push means you split and nobody gets money. So that, that's oh, why they put the okay. line a lot of times at half. That way, oh. uh, if you bet it, you either win it or lose it. You can't since you can't win a half the game. Then somebody's gonna win, either you or Vegas at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Okay, now it's yeah, yeah, usually Vegas. Okay. Now I'm gonna say nine because I think, and, and the thing is, nine wins. I don't even think even gets them in the playoffs. So I'm gonna say nine, which is I know it's over, but I still think that's a bad season considering all of the, the lofty expectations. Oh, they got Devontae Adams and da 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 da. But like I said, I don't believe in Josh Daniels. And the one thing I do know about Derek Carr is that he's had his best seasons when nobody thought he would, and he's had some of his worst seasons when everybody just knew he was going to have a great season. What you have to do is look at the, the season where everybody's won his MVP, look at his next season. Wasn't that great? So I'm going to say nine, but that's only because, you know, they're going to be playing some bad teams this year. Right. All right. Let's flip it and go to the NFC channel. I'll start with you. Uh, in the NFC side, we got the uh, Green Bay Packers with FanDuel having their over under set at ten and a half, uh, with their max, you know, with their filming being thirteen. How do you feel about the Green Bay Packers winning potentially ten games this year? Uh, they're going over. I mean, Lafleur's won what thirteen games every season he's been a head coach. Um, yeah, and you told Aaron, Aaron Rodgers all you want. Um, right up until he don't win, they say he got he got no talent. There's nobody on the team. Yet that coach has won 13 games each season. Um, I think they go over. And again, you know we know they're gonna lose the playoffs, but that that system that they coach for. Listen, the dude's a good coach. All right, he puts guys in good position. He runs a good system. The rest of the team respects him, even if Rodgers doesn't. So I think they go over. All right, all right, Mr. Greenwood, I'll come to you next, sir. Uh, your Philadelphia Eagles are set at nine and a half uh, with the ceiling of 11. Um, you taking the nine and a half, or are you saying they're going to fall below that? I'm going with the under. No team in this division um, beat nine and a half last season, it feels like, and right. they haven't for quite a few years. Um, this is the the toilet bowl of the NFL here. Well, actually, I think it might be the AFC South this year, but the NFC East is not that far behind. I'm I'm taking a brief look at their schedule right now, and it, it's hard to grow wins on it. I mean, outside of division, of course, uh, they've got the Bears, the Giants, the Cowboys. They can win each of those. I think they have a chance against the the Packers and the Washington uh, Redskins Steelers. Then it's all question marks. Maybe the Detroit Lions in week one. Mm-hmm. 
So it's, it's okay. definitely not a nine nine win season. So I, I'm going to sell that hard. This is uh, this is a team that is improving their weapons, but they still got a huge question mark at quarterback and a brand new coaching system that, or a new ish coaching system at the very least, and a lot of question marks um, all over the team. I want to double click on that, um, and you know. They did make some improvements this offseason, went out and drafted relatively well, made a big splash for uh, another target for Jalen Hurts. Um, and to your own admission, this division is pretty pretty putrid if you ask, you know, yourself and a bunch of others around, um, and you still don't believe that the Philadelphia Eagles get more than nine? I don't think they get more than nine, but I don't think that's what's required to win the division, if that makes sense. Right, right. Okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Mr. Harvey, uh, I'll come to you next, sir, and, you know, I'm going to give you a layup here. Your New Orleans Saints are scheduled to, with the over-under at eight and a half, with the ceiling of nine. Uh, talk about your squad for a minute, man. How do you feel that's going to pan out? I mean, I'm sure you believe that they will go above the, the eight and a half, but ten wins, is that a possibility for the Saints this year or not? Uh, no, I think that uh, I think that they definitely go above eight and a half. Listen, I think that this roster from top to bottom is extremely talented. Um, I think they do at least have a serviceable backup quarterback this year, which we could not say. Uh, over the last couple of years since Teddy B took his bike to uh, Carolina and then Denver. Um, but at least we don't have the semi-pro. And they moved uh, Taysom Hill, so we're good there. You notice I had to get that in one more time. Uh, but, you know, we lost Marcus Williams, but we got uh, Teran Matthew. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Marcus May now. But we still have uh, – a lot of talented corners. We got some good linebackers. We got a tough defensive front. A uh, couple of new changes to be made on the uh, offensive line. I mean, we've had to play without Armstead a good bit over the last few years uh, due to injury, but now he's not on the roster anymore. So um, that may still be a little bit of a work in progress. But I like our running backs. I like our receiver depth. Uh, got a good kicker. Uh, the special teams are going to be good. So. I think that this team, if they get adequate quarterback play, and that's the thing, James doesn't have to be a star, but if they get adequate quarterback play and they value the football, this team can win 10 games and and maybe more. All I got to say is it's about time that some very intelligent person on the panel Showed some respect on some on tape. You know what? Sir, sir, (sighs) not today. Not today, sir. Not, 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 not today. Not today. Not yeah, exactly. Today, Mute his mic. Mute his mic, please. Just say, we almost ended this whole damn show with Greenwood, and he didn't get brought up one time. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, Dylan, I throw it off to you, man, and your G-men are, you know, projected by FanDuel to have seven and a half uh, wins with the ceiling at eight. Um you know, people are not too high on the on the Giants, man, and I, I for one, don't necessarily agree with, with this number. Um, you know, I hate you know I hate you know having the Giants play well, but I, I went through their schedule uh, early on, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think seven is 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 is, is kind of low, if you ask me, based off of who they play. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, injuries and everything alike may, may may come into play and you know, this is riding a lot a, a lot on the on, on the quads and hamstrings of one Saquon Barkley, but at the end of the day, I think Brian Dable is one hell of a coach. Um and he does have some he he does have some weapons. I mean, yeah, Josh Allen didn't come with him. Uh but, you know, if you can get out of the quarterback play, uh, from Daniel Jones who's in a contract year who is trying to just solidify himself to be the guy, and you got Kadarius Tony back healthy. Kenyon, you know, Galladay makes makes it appear to appear to be like he knows what the heck he's doing. He looked lost in the sauce out there last year. Um, I think this Giants team can surprise a bunch of people. But with that being said, seven and a half, 
take it, leave it. Tell me your things about the Giants over under, man. Thank you for that that long uh, intro. Um, Galladay is a oh, he's a waste. What a, I can't believe we're paying that guy what twenty million dollars this year to play receiver. Yeah, I pay him twenty million dollars to go, to go fill up the water bottles. I, go, I mean, this guy is a what a boss. Uh, thank you, Dave Gettleman. The 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 gift that keeps on giving, Dave Gettleman. But um, if I'm honest, I would say under. Seven and a half, because I think they're right at seven wins. That half is really kind of the tricky part uh, to Chandler and Mike's point, because um, like you look at their schedule, um, the Titans, okay, they they're not terrible, but let's you can call that a win. Panthers, that can be a win. Cowboys is a loss. Bears can be a win. Uh, Packers are lost. Ravens are probably a loss. Jaguars can be a win. Seahawks can be a win. Texans can be a win. Lions can be a win. Cowboys, not sure. Uh, Commanders can be a win. Eagles, a lot of talent. Commanders can be another win. Vikings, I can easily see the Giants losing. Colts have a really good defense and running game. Can see them losing. And then the Eagles again to close the season. So it's like when you look at the schedule. There's wins in there, but I don't know if there's eight or more wins. So I'm gonna, I would take the under. But I, I had that bet in in the queue and I took it off because I just, I, I hate betting on my team under like that. So uh, on the show, I'll say under, but it's close. It's really close. So on, on, on the brink of the regular season starting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm gonna say this for next segment. Because what I want to what I want to move into now, um, as we get ready to, to to come around the back nine, if you will, is I want to get you guys' you know bold predictions for one for the AFC and one for the NFC, something outside of the box that nobody's really talking about. Um, and Dylan, I, I'll start with you. Uh, NFC, give me an NFC bold prediction that would just shock you know, the NFL landscape, if you will. And I'm actually going to write it down, and we're going to revisit it um, at season's end. Um, bold prediction. Um, I don't know if this is really a bold prediction, um, but I think the Vikings finally make the playoffs, and dare I say they win the division. I'll go out on the limb. I I don't I don't think it'll happen, but I think the Packers have come back to the pack, quote unquote, enough. I think they have a really good defense, and I think they still have the best one of the best quarterbacks in the business. But um, they don't have the weapons that they used to, so those games they might not win as easily. I think the Vikings quietly have some talent on that team. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I never have and never will. But I think they quietly have enough. I mean, uh, Jefferson is one of the best receivers in the league. I think they have some Mm -hmm. of – they they did a good job this offseason. I think they make it close. I I don't know if they'll win the division, but they won't – Packers won't run away with it. I think it'll be a game. And I think the Vikings might be able to steal it. I like it. I got it written down. The Vikings make the playoffs and win the division. Greenwood, I'll come to you next, my man. Give me a a bold prediction, uh, NFC wise. Uh, same division, a little more bold. The Detroit Lions Harry make the Tom. playoffs here. That'll make TV. That's I've got their last schedule. They get they get to play the Seahawks and the Falcons. That's two good wins for them. The division is trash, and the Green Bay Packers, as of current, are vastly overrated. I'm not saying they win the division. I'm not that crazy, but I think that they get they get to sneak in as a seventh seed. I like it. I, I like it a lot. I mean, I, I'm sure a certain you know certain shuffle like a two. Uh, Mr. Hart, you know I'm gonna go even bolder than that series. Let me let me bolden this up just a little bit more. Oh, oh, and they oh, win here we go. 
He just ruined it. He just ruined one playoff game. And they win a playoff game? And they win a playoff game. Oh, wow. (laughs) He just ruined everything. I think he does it on purpose, too. Yeah, I think he does it on purpose. They call me controversy for a reason, my friend. They call me controversy for a reason. No, they, you're, you're oh, about as good luck as a poopy flavored lollipop. Like, you, that's, you, it's, it's awful. I'm going to end up making the playoffs, and I'm going to lose the, lose the prediction anyway just because I didn't win that's what's gonna happen. He said, he "Oh said my God, that's wild!" Lollipop. Lollipop. Um, okay, Yo, so Mr. Hobby, talk to me. Saints are gonna win the South. Saints are win the South. Saints are gonna win the NFC South. And is that a, a, a bold? I think a lot of people are picking them, though, Mike. No, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's very possible. Listen, I still think. Listen, I give Tom Brady all the respect in the world. But I still think that this roster from top to bottom is more talented in New Orleans than it is in Tampa, for sure. Mm. And Justin Fields has a better year than Trey Lance. Mm. I like that. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um. Chandler, talk to me, my man. Bold predictions, NFC division. NFC, okay. Because uh, I got something for the AFC. But NFC, the Houston Texans win AFC. I said AFC. Oh, crap. I know. And that wasn't even one for the AFC, by the way. You know, it had to do with the Jets. That's a sneak peek right there. That was AFC. <laughs> now, I know, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. That wasn't what I was talking about. I, um, I was just stuck on the Texas woman. Um, NFC, NFC, NFC. Somebody already said Lions. Somebody already said Saints. Wow. Huh. Let's see. Who's in the NFC that I dislike? Oh, <laughs> I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's all about the eight. Um, oh, the Washington Commanders win three games. That's bold. You don't think they won three games? That's bold. Sign it up. I love it. I hate the Commanders. Pulling <laughs> anybody for three games is kind of bold. Well, anybody but the Seahawks. That'd be bold if they won three games. On the good side, they like, wow, they really overperformed after games. <laughs> All right. So, for me, gentlemen, um, my bold prediction is the Giants actually win the division. Okay. Um, Thank you, sir. I think, the, I think the Giants win the division, and I think Tom Brady misses more than six games for non-injury-related matters. I think that there is trouble brewing in paradise. I think that he and Giselle are beefing. She did not want him to come back and play football. And I think that due to non-related injury matters, Tom Brady misses more than six. So, yeah, that's going to be wild. Uh, Chandler, <laughs> I'm going to circle back to you, AFC division, AFC conference prize. You, you mentioned about the Texans, but, yeah, uh, AFC side. Well, okay, um, a quick bonus one. Bob Sala, who refuses to call his players by their names and interviews, he just says the player, first coach fired. But, yeah, the Texans are winning eight games this season. Okay. Interesting. I hate Bob Sala. I hate the Jets. Really? I, I couldn't tell. Yeah, man. They, my, dad, they have made me, my dad's a Jet. They've fan, made so. me hate their franchise. They've made me hate them. They seriously have. They've made me hate them. Interesting. Uh, and I grew up a Jet fan, going all the way back to State Stadium, going back to Wimbledon. Oh, wow. Okay? They have made me hate that organization. Wow. You said Texas won eight games. Okay. 
Mr. Harvey, I, I, I'll circle the wagon back with you, sir. Give me a bold prediction, AFC style. AFC bold prediction. All right. Um, so, Tennessee Titans may miss the playoffs altogether. Okay. Um, so, there's one for you. And then... The Bengals or the Chiefs may finish the year below 500. You said the Bengals or the Chiefs? One of those two teams may end up finishing the year with a less than 500 record. All right. I like that. I like that. I like that. Controversy, talk to me. I went to this well last year. I think I was a year premature. So I'm going back to the exact same prediction that I had last year that fell short, um, mostly due to injury. Four teams in the AFC West will make the playoffs. All four. Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers all make the playoffs. I think three, but not four. We'll see. Mm. But I, I'm going to keep on calling this one because the AFC West keeps on getting better. It's a, it's I'll come. That they, they've got to kind of like beat out like a bunch of other teams. But I think there's – I think it's I think it's real this year. I think the NFL is going to have its first – four-team playoff division, and it's going to be the AFC West this year. I mean, if there was a division that could do it, that was definitely a division to do it. All right. All right. Talk to me, John. <sighs> Man, I was, I was trying to think of a good one, too. But um, Josh Allen. Is will be the MVP this season. That's not a poll. Take his team to the not take his team to the AFC Championship game and lose to the AFC representative Los Angeles Chargers. And so Josh Holmes MVP goes to the AFC Championship. But losing to the Chargers. But, okay. Exactly. The wildest take on that is the Chargers are going to the Super Bowl. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. He, 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 he mentioned that before. And, um, yeah. Well, well, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. You need to charge to the Super Bowl, too? I've got to charge to the Super Bowl, too. Oh, God. Let me I take that back. Um, I can't be on the same so, team with, with, with controversy. Is this going to be a Bridgewater fan? Probably no, I, I can't. I, he's not going to allow himself to kill him in either, either way. But that's going to be still an upgrade over Dan, Danny Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Listen, I'm going to take that back. I, I, I can't be on the same team. With Greenwood, I can't I can't root for the same that that guy. I can't root with him. The Jaguars will win seven games. Right. So you say so you're changing the Josh Allen MVP thing? No, I'll keep the MVP. I just I, I'll take my Super Bowl pick out because I just can't be on the same. I can't rock with Greenwood. That's just not that's just not how I'm built. I'm not built like that. So I'll say that the Jaguars win more than seven games. I win more than. I'm automatically wrong if I'm on the same page with Greenwood. So, you know, because everything you say doesn't come to pass. All right, Madison. All right, gentlemen. I'm 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 gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck. You already know my Super Bowl pick. I I think it's gonna be um, San Fran and Denver. I just I just the writing's on the wall for Denver. But I will say my bold prediction, um, 
is that the Baltimore Ravens missed the playoffs and Lamar Jackson is playing somewhere else next year due to contract. Um, and no, I will give you no, they one. Won't. They won't do that. I, 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 I'm I, I don't think that's going I'm, I'm going to give you one more. Because I'm, I'm right there with you on, on the, the Lamar Jackson thing. They're, the brain's been on now, the wall for that one for over a year now. Um, I totally they, disagree with that. Totally disagree. I'm, they will I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do. He's got the franchise tag, though. That's that's the thing with Lamar. That's is the he said it. He won't play under time. it? No. He won't play under it? No. Oh, well, he'll be franchised. I didn't say he has to play. I just say he'll be franchised. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I said, Baltimore is still to make the playoffs, um, and I think the mm. Cincinnati Bengals are below 500. So that means you're That's... picking the Steelers to win the division? Huh? I said that means you're picking yeah, the Steelers to win the division? Essentially, uh, essentially yeah, I mean, in, in a roundabout way. In, in a roundabout mean... way. The, the, Brown, the Browns are having Jacoby for a step for the first uh, 11 games, so or I mean 10 games because one of them was a bye week. So Right, right. Kind of, they, I, that's the bull prediction. Forget all these other things you're predicting. The bull prediction is that the Steelers win the AFC North. That's the bull. Well, see, I wasn't trying to be the homer guy, you know, because if I come on and say the Steelers win the division – I, 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 I'm a homer. <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? But, you're but, you're but we're not going to see it. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you got to say it with your chest, even if that's what you believe. Which is why I told you earlier, Saints will win the South. Speak your truth, dude. Like you, you I had to cross you up and go. And go back door with it, but ultimately, I kind of feel that in, in my gut. Like at the end of the day, like I'm, 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 I'm gonna write an article about it and, and, and get it up with Sports City Chest either tomorrow or, or Friday. But at the end of the day, I honestly believe that you know, top to bottom, I think that the Steelers are a better squad um, than the other teams in our division, and we really were. I feel handcuffed by the 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 father time tapping seven on his shoulder. Um and I think that Mitchell Trubisky is now set up in a better position to play better. But again, I'll talk about that in the article, sportsfeedset.com, go get it, read the read the article. But I think honestly the Steelers won the division and both the Ravens and the Bengals missed the playoffs. With that so Let me tell you what you just did, though. You just took us on a game of around the world when you could have walked out, took three dribbles, and knocked it down from the top of the key and made your point. But, well done. Um, Wait a minute now. Serious, aren't you? Last I remember, you were big in the church, right? Deacon, pastor, something like that, right? Wasn't that you? Weren't you big in the church? Wasn't that you? Church, church. Church, okay, church. so you ain't supposed to be you ain't supposed you ain't supposed to be drinking and drugging, bro. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I ain't drinking though. I ain't drinking. I ain't drinking. I'm sitting here with some ice cream. Listen, man. Listen, it's okay, bro. Put it down. You know what I'm saying? Ask for some help. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Chandler, man, it's been fun, man. Give us a plug in the clubhouse to get out of here, my guy. Um, you know, as always, um, help a vet. You know, go, go to your local shelter. Um, talk to VA if you know any veterans. Um, just give them an ear. Talk to them. Help them out. Uh, as, as always, 22 vets commit suicide a day. A 988, option one. If you're having some issues, you're a veteran or if you know a veteran. That's all I got, guys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you, my man. Appreciate you, man. Greenwood, yeah, man, give us a plug in the cl- Give us a plug in the clothes to get out of here, my man. Well, I know there's a great show tomorrow. I might just have to pop my in my head in and talk about how the Lions are gonna make the playoffs. Um, and how the Dolphins aren't until 
unless they decide to put in Bridgewater early, you know, bench Tua early and get the real quarterback a time to shine. <laughs> but other than that, um, we I, I I'm ready to go. Starting my time to shine. Let's hear it. <laughs> I appreciate you for coming through, man. Mr. Harvey, man, give us a plug in the clubhouse and get out of here. Man, come join us on the clubhouse and the barbershop. Always got some good conversations going on. Um, also, check out the website, sportscitychefs.com. Check out all the things that we do there. Have the time of Sunday morning brunch, the, the mothership show, if you will, on Sunday mornings. We got this football show on Tuesday nights. We have the uh, Callers Cookout. Good versus the villain, where good always wins. On Wednesday nights, check out our shows. We got more blogs, articles coming up. I got one coming to uh, Barry this week uh, about the NFC South. I'm going to probably also write something up on the SEC this week and uh, talk to Barry a little bit more and see if uh, I can get y'all some uh, Cajun-style finger foods. Uh, coming up soon as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, got some, got some of this stuff Ooh. in the works. So just uh, keep your eyes and ears open. Visit our website, man. Check out phnapparel.co. Any you Philly fans, Eagles, uh, despite what uh, controversy said with their win total, hope springs eternal right now in the city of brotherly love. So this is the time, man. Get your AJ Brown jerseys. Get your Devonta Smith jerseys. Former Heisman winner, right there. Uh, from Louisiana, by the way, Devonta Smith, even though he went to Alabama, Louisiana boy. Uh, Jalen Hurts jersey's going to get this. Why, you know, he's at least going to be there for another year and hopefully more. So, uh, man, just uh, support everything we're doing, man. I appreciate uh, TP. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. And thanks to all the chefs for having me and accepting me into the family, man. And as we always say, les les bons temps roulés. Bro, peace, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Appreciate you, my man, man. Nobody says it like you do, man. Nobody says it like you, man. Yo, villain, you know what to do, man. You guys plug in the clubs and get out of here, man. Yeah, man, get to the website, sportsdetest.com. We got uh, interviews, blogs, all that stuff. I'm going to be probably doing the AFC East at some point this week. Um, <clears throat> my depressing NFC East um, in, in all things. Uh, we'll, we'll probably get some, some finger foods going pretty soon. Uh, hopefully the Knicks don't disappoint me where I don't have to post something immediately to our, our, our YouTube channel. Uh, check that video that out where I just had That was it. beautiful. I, I, I had to, man. Like, I was literally at my son's football practice, and the spirit moved me serious. You know how it is. It's like, oh, that's it. That's all. Yeah, I just like, I got to get to the – I got to get to the – in front of my phone and just do it. So, listen, we got all things like that, you know, popping up. Sirius is probably going to do one, you know, he – who cares? We just get we just get content out for the people. So get to get to the website and check that out. Uh, the call is cookout tomorrow. I'll be doing a live draft during the show, so I need all my chefs to to, to really you know go to back because I gotta concentrate. Who put you know nobody knows like they put a draft during my show, so um, I won't be paying attention very often. So um, help me out, chefs. But we we in it, man. We doing big things, man. Seriously, out. Yo, man, it's your boy says up and not forward. Hold your queue up tomorrow night before the draft, by the way, just so yeah, you that. have that. Do like, that. Load your queue up before the draft starts in case you ever miss something. Then you can keep an eye on it, and that way uh, you can go pull people from your queue. And don't just load it with, like, the first 20 guys because you know they're not going to be there in round three. So go through, identify your guys, uh, and load up your queue before the draft. That'll make your life a lot easier. I had to do one yesterday, so I worked on Labor Day. And I had to do one while working yesterday. And so that strategy really helped me out a lot. Yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I, I drafted um, – I'm in 10 leagues this year. I'm, I'm an addict. Um, and, yeah, that, 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 that cue is, is impeccable. With that being said, it's your boy, Sears. I've been up for one, two, and a seven, or three minutes. It's such a pleasure to be able to do this with you guys every week, man. Uh, as I said, in my open – we are on the doorstep uh, of the 2022 NFL season, man, and um, enjoy it, bask in it, take in every little bit of this. You get 17 weeks in this, and then it's back to football purgatory until this time next year, man. So enjoy it, bask in it. I do want to say this, man. Um, Saturday is a very emotional day for me. 
Um, for those of you guys that have babies and loved ones and everything, my, my little guy turns three. Um, and mm. I, I want to say this as, as, as I close, man. Those of us that got little babies, man, little kids, man, enjoy every moment you got with them because I remember the day like it happened yesterday. I was bringing this little brother home, and now he's zapping me up saying, what's up, bro? This little, you know, it moves quick. <laughs> It moves quick. So with that being said, man, um, as TP would say, tell a friend, tell a friend, it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, man. Um, sports know. city, sports city, chefs, chefs. Sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs. Sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs. Sports city, sports city, chefs. Kaboom. Sports city chefs is in the room. Cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune. Blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City Chefs, Chefs. Sports City, Sports City Chefs, Chefs. Yeah. Cat. Todd. Woo! Connecticut. Uh.